made fifteen hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? So then this weekend, try to make it happen again. Nah, didn't happen. Because oh, you up in PA, so you because I can't even do like DraftKings type stuff unless I cross over the border. Yeah, well, well, I, I get that. See, that makes me mad too. Because like, I'll I'll go to work. Like, um, yesterday I was trying to bet on some college games. Mm -hmm. I was at work. At a, I was in Maryland. Oh, let me mute Don. <laughs> what up? <laughs> you got I did. I cut it this morning. You looking home ready? Probably productive today. You know, I'm gonna get a little That's about all I've done. I'm doing a little bit of work for work's sake and. Uh, it's one of those days. How's the kids? What's that? How's the kids? Oh, they're good. They um, they had a great Thanksgiving break. They had a Thanksgiving 2.0 yesterday with mom and dad and Philip and Jackie and TJ came up and hey. uh, Miss Ladon came up. It was cool. It was a good time. They just, they're just looking forward to more kid time. We don't have a lot of little kids on our side of the family. Nah, I dig. I mean, yo, you only break down the, you're not, you're not far, man. You more than welcome to come over whenever, man. You know, I'm a hermit, so I stay in the house, man. If I ain't at work. But you're more than welcome to bring the kids up, because you know I got them too now. So it's like, got to oh, do something. They're looking forward to it. It's just, that was the thing. It was We were, we were there for Thanksgiving, so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'll definitely be up there. Yeah, I'm hoping when it gets warmer, man, I can do some big things. Cause, like, I like to travel. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hershey Park. Eat in the lake over here, man. Go out on the lake, just chill. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go to the pool. Do something, man. Cook ass every other day. Like, you know, I'm just trying I'm trying to make sure this summer is, like, packed with a whole bunch. Because I feel like last summer I was traveling so much. I really didn't get to spend time with family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I heard so, that. I try to do a little bit better this summer, you know. What was uh Thanksgiving like? I know you said the, the kids were coming in. Your girls' kids. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so um it was good. It was good. It came down to the wire because y'all know I was painting. So painting, oh. putting up. And then uh it was a it was a lot of it was a little bit of attention, you know what I'm saying? But we made it. So she's happy. She went, she had to drive them home today, which that's a long drive. She had to drive all the way to Pittsburgh and she's going to drive all the way back. So she was just driving and drop them off and they coming back. So she's not home yet. So it's just me and the kids right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what up, Gene? What's going on, family? What's up, rapper? Yo. Look, man. Look, but yo, look. I'm a musician, man. I'm not even. I'm not even a rapper. You know, there's still that whole debate about that whole thing, right? Like, am I a rapper? Am I a musician? Am I an artist? We could dive into that some other time, but. So you're so you're a musician. I'm a do musician. You, do you play any instruments? I I don't. Just the vocals. So you so you so so would that be a musician if you can't play an instrument? I compose music, yeah. I'm a musician. 
Okay, so so you can tell me what uh, a sharp C is, right? Uh oh. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not a technician in the game. I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not about to get serious. I was just friend, like no, I just, you said post music. That sounds like you write write some some letters, B sharps, some B's, and some F's, and you know, it's the it's the it's the, it's the duality. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah, I'm a doctor, man. In my mind, like I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, I've heard. Fine, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you do? So, yeah. Nah, I fool you, man. I fool you. So wait, yeah, so man. have you been? Uh, have you been making beats and stuff too, or or what do you? What have you been up to as a as a musician? What have you been doing? Man, so I've been put. You know, I've been composing this. Um. I got this like it's like five tracks, like it's 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 songs that I've put together, but I haven't put them out yet. And others that I did put out, I'm actually I took them back. And then I'm looking to it's, I wanted it to be like seven, but I feel like I, I'm gonna do like five. And then um, you know it's called it's called it's complicated. That's the that's the title of it. It's it's complicated, and um, you know it's about like essentially. Um, <laughs> it's weird it's about like a female it's like it's like about a female of course right but but there's like five you know episodes of it right there's just the you know the getting together everything is great then there's a you know um things starting to turn a little rocky things turn a little you know like suspect and then you know, then things turn a little bit like upsetting and, you know, but it's, but it's, it takes you like on a journey anyways, man. But it, then it's like five different personalities. So it's like five different, like five different females or whatever, five different, you know, five different relationships in one, but it's, you know, so it's, but man, it's, it's so, it's been in my mind a long time. And then, so I finally got like the tracks done for it and I want visuals. So now I want to put the visuals behind it. I wanted to do, actually do all five visuals. But um, but I don't know, man. You know me, man. I dream big, but like, you know, I have to see. But anyway, so like, that's what I've been up to, man. This project's supposed to be coming out, so it's it's 2022 for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, and it's gonna be a push. I'm gonna market it. I'm a, you know, affiliate market it. Like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna push it. You know, and then I'm a, and then I'm a, you know, tour with it. You know, just start doing shows with it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man. You heard it here. You heard it first, man. So. You know, but we'll, no, we we'll, didn't either. We didn't hear nothing first. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> Give us a sample or something, man. Play something. Man, look, I, I still got everything. I, I still got um, everything's in the works. You know, so yeah, man. I got. I, I don't know. I got things. I just got to finish. I just got things. I got to finish. You know, it's crazy, right. man. Well, well, yeah, uh, so. the listening party can happen right here. Yeah, run through it. Yeah, no, we'll we'll have some stuff. There is um, <laughs> we'll have some stuff in the works, man. You know, try I'm to put that peer pressure to you right now. It again. <laughs> We're trying to put that peer pressure to you right now. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Nah, <laughs> it's all good now. Not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, I'll be excited to put this out so you guys can hear the samples and everything. Let's be more organized with it. Yeah, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, 
what's been heavy on my mind this uh thanksgiving is how different it is like like the pandemic and everything it kind of it gets you used to to not seeing everybody but like the way that we came up and we had both sides of the family grounds on my mom's side was a big family and then once you lose your grandparents it's that separation and it took years to get used to but we lost our uh, grandparents on my dad's side and last year we got together and it was still a smaller occasion but then this year it's just like everybody does their own thing and it didn't really hit me until Thanksgiving day I was like like I I was like trapped in the moment because I knew all day it was like me and Jack got to spend the day together we worked on stuff around the house we did a, you know a bunch of cooking and everything and I was just like I don't want to make it seem like I'm not having a good time because I am but it's still like that feeling it's just like it's never going to be the same you know yeah. and it's just new traditions and yeah uh, you know we have to see everybody over the weekend but yeah Thursday hit me you know it just as soon as it, I woke up in the morning I was just like no nah, it's not going to be Thanksgiving dinner cooking and everybody watching football and doing all that stuff so it was definitely a different yeah did y'all feel that way did y'all have a uh, similar tradition that y'all been doing the last couple of years um i you know i i haven't had a home thanksgiving for like since i was like 13 15 you know what i'm saying somewhere in there so it was like you know my that that happened to me what like two years ago you know what i'm saying it was because my mom you know mm -hmm. so you know how it was when when i was a teenager is when our grandmother passed on our side you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so I was used to going over there and seeing you guys, seeing grandma, seeing, you know, my mom, all the kids she had, um, Aunt Margie, you know, Uncle Diddy. Um, I can name 12 others, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. that's what that was my norm. And then when grandma passed, it was just like that first year was just like what you're saying. Like I woke up and it was like I was excited because it was a holiday, but it didn't feel like a holiday because mm -hmm. it was like, well, what do we do? You know what I'm saying? And it was like, normal people just cook at home. But I was like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to getting six or seven different meals and talking to family. I was used to seeing Scooter. I was used to seeing um, uh, Troy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All that stopped, like, in August. As soon as, as soon as she passed, it was just, it was just different. It was different, you know what I'm saying? So then um, I ended up getting a job for Thanksgiving because I was like, man, I got I to gotta fill this void. So I started doing parades on Thanksgiving. I've done parades every single every single Thanksgiving until two years ago when my mom got sick. So that was the first time I missed parades since I was like 15. You know what I'm saying? Well, when I missed two years ago, pandemic hit. We haven't been doing parades. You see what I'm saying? So it's just been, I'm like, what now? What do I do with my free time? What do I do when holidays come around? I don't know how to act when holidays come around. Like just because I'm used to not being around anybody. Like I, I hear a holiday and I'm like, automatically I pack a bag because I'm supposed to fly to Mexico or fly to Cali or Acapulco or you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just second nature for me to, most people are like, oh, I'm flying to see family. I'm flying to go get a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, these last few years, because the pandemic, it's just like, I don't know what to do. So when Kim's kids wanted to come home, I'm just like, whatever it takes to make you happy, just let me know. And to me, I'm like a procrastinator. So it's like with the painting and just home etiquettes on getting the house together, getting stuff ready for food. I just wasn't with it. And it wasn't because I, I don't want to be with it. It's just 
it's not normal to me. You know what I'm saying? I think one day we'll get back to normalized where, you know, I'm excited about the holidays. And then Christmas, we got Christmas coming up. There's not one bone in my body that's excited about Christmas, which is sad. Like, I feel like the Grinch, you know what I'm saying? I, You know, everybody knows I lost my mom on Christmas. So it's like, for me, it's like, I really don't have nothing to look forward to. It's not like Christmas is this magical time where, you know, I still believe in Santa and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it's definitely a, I don't know when things get right or when things go back to normal. I hope one day. I don't see it happening anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like, you know, we're getting older. So, you know, a lot of our traditions are going to either change because we got life dependence changing, like where we have kids or, you know, it's changing just because the people who set that groundwork are just not here no more. You know what I'm saying? So. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, like, like, seriously, like, so, so how was Thanksgiving this year? Like, for real, like, how was it to regardless of procrastinating how was it to actually plan for cook for have people sit down together have kids there have a whole bunch of people in the same space celebrating a holiday again how did stressful. that feel stressful stressful i and I'm, i i try to live the most stress-free life it was literally it was stressful like i can do a lot of things man like you know what i'm saying like i can set up to the i can step up to the plate for a lot of things um but it was stressful man like I ain't even had this much stress burying somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I think that speaks values. Like, I, I don't know if it's because it's my first holiday, you know, not having my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was definitely stressful. It was hard. Like, and then, you know, me having my brother's kids, of course, that that widens my family. So it's not just I have to worry about my two kids and their mothers and try to set a schedule with them to talk to them on a holiday. Now I got these two other kids where their mom wants to talk to them on a holiday. Their uncles and stuff want to see them. So I'm getting pulled in every direction. Like I can make my own schedule. Like, okay, all right, I'm going to have dinner at six. But then I got all these other people like, well, can I come by and see my niece and nephew? Or can I come by and check on you? Or it's just been a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I just hope one day I can just have a normal day. You know what I'm saying? But right now it's just, it's hectic. You know what I'm saying? So for you, because Philip has talked about this before too, being more of an introvert, do you think that's what it is? Or do you think it's just because it's so different than what you're normally dealing with that it I, just took a lot of energy, more energy than you expected it to take? I think just because of being different. Like the introvert, I can do that every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how it is, Philip. Like, it, once, you, once you get in your zone, you know what it takes to make you happy. Let me put it like that. Like, so if making me happy on a holiday is just, you know, chilling with a girl, cuddling up, get a bowl of ice cream, I don't need nothing more than that. Like, like we took the kids out the night before, um, the night before Thanksgiving and took them bowling. Very simple. Just one night going bowling. Like, it was like nine o'clock. We went from like nine to 11. To me, that was enough. I didn't need to go for ice cream afterwards. Like, I was just like, I'm just ready to go home, relax, just chill, you know, make sure tomorrow pops off good. But I just think it's just a lot. It's a lot of moving stuff. It's a moving stuff. You got to worry about the kids being home. The kids were coming home from college. It's like, are there, is their car running? Then you got to worry about the opposite parent. Are they getting them for a couple hours? Like, it's just so much schedule. And I'm not used to that at all. Like, I'm just used to me. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I'm going to keep it 100. Like, I'm used to me. And, it, it, you know, it kind of causes troubles, too, because it's like, you know, you get asked that question by your partner who, you know, never sees you as a selfish person until a holiday come around. You know, like all year you're Superman all year. You're so considerate. But then, you know, when Thanksgiving comes around or Christmas comes around, you just want to be locked in your room and just be like, look, let's let's get this day over with. You become that asshole or you're 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 Mr. Selfish because you're you're antisocial. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's what I'm trying. I, I have no choice but to work on it, because if not, I might be single, you know, what I'm saying after Christmas. So, you know, it, it's you got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, but being an introvert, I don't think it has anything to do with what's going on right now. I think you, I think you, you had a lot of points in there. You have a lot to unpack in what you just said. And I think one of the biggest things you just said was you, at first you said you didn't care, but at the end of the day, you you said or at the end of your statement you said you didn't want to be single you'd end up being single if you didn't do those things so it's not like you ever had an ultimatum put on you 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 wanted to do those things to make other people happy oh yeah yeah but that's but that's that's a beautiful thing in and of itself like you didn't you talked about wanting to go on trips you talked about wanting to go on vacations and go to different places when that that whole started when grandma passed which we all mm-hmm. felt yeah she's another one of those people that she filled the room with her laugh she knew everybody that came in out of the house she wanted to know how everybody was doing like she wanted to take care of people yeah. and to lose a person like that in our family it was the big mama that you have in all the movies and stuff like that that's who she was mm-hmm. so i can understand that and and i don't want you to lose sight of it either like what you're doing, it, yes, it's difficult. It's very hard yeah. and it's very challenging and all that. But what you're doing is beautiful, cause like you're you're building a home. Yeah, but you no, had I, a house. That's you're building true. a home now. But you know, at the same token, it, it you know, uh, I feel like every single year I'm reevaluating my purpose on why. But I feel like from the time I was born until we were 15, until our, our grandma passed. I feel like our why wasn't even an issue. It was just, it was like, that's that's how holidays were. It just was what it was. You didn't have to ask your mom, what we doing today? You already knew what it was. You already knew I was going to see y'all for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? I already knew I was going to see distant cousins. I knew I was going to see the VA side of us. You just knew. Now it's like, man, you know, when I dap y'all up goodbye or I, I dap up a family member, it's like, to me, I'm gonna see you next time somebody passes away. I know it sounds fucked up, but in my head, that's how it is. Like I, I, I don't look at it as all right, I'm gonna see you next Friday or I'm gonna see you next week. When grandma was alive, it was like, bro, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you this week. Like, chill, stop crying. I'm gonna see you. Like, that's just how it was. Am I right or wrong? Now it's just like, man, you you dab each other up and it's just like, man, be safe. That's the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Be safe, man. Like I, I see you. I see you when I see you. Now it's great that we got this communication now, but that's just how it's been. It's just always been. I dap you up. Like I mean, we could even say, "Hey, look, we're gonna meet up for drinks next Friday." It's still, I see you when I see you, because next Friday comes and goes, and we still don't meet up. You know what I'm saying? Like so, that I, I think it's like you just get stuck in this cycle, and it, it's not saying it's wrong or it's right or it's bad or it's good. It's just, it's life. You know what I'm saying? It's just life, man. 
It doesn't have to be. I think no. you did like you had said with the whole scheduling thing. I I hate scheduling stuff out too. I like I like the idea of being flexible mm-hmm. <laughs> and being able to like make decisions on the fly and leave when I want to leave and show up when I want to show up. But at the end of the day, like <sighs> Philip Philip and I talk about this all the time. Like when he plans out his days, I shouldn't speak for him. He's doing it because he wants something to look forward to too. It ain't just about being neat and organized and stuff like he wants to make sure he gets the stuff yeah i mean i'll leave that for him to talk about but at the end of the day like everything you're saying is positive like you're you're saying in a way that you're like you're upset you're frustrated and i don't blame you because it's hard everything you're saying is super challenging and super difficult and i applaud you for it 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 doesn't help you it's not consolation prize but there's going to be fruit in that labor though like i'm here to tell you that there will be fruit in that labor not here, bro. Not and, and and this hopefully this helps us all to be better in communication with each other and stuff like that. Like it's not just about coming up with content. Like this is more supposed to be about checking in and being real with each other. Yeah. And I appreciate you for being real and honest with us because Always. there's gaps of years where we weren't even talking to each other to oh, know yeah. what's going on with each other. So I completely agree with what you're saying. And I'm yeah, guilty yeah. for it. I know. Yeah. The, thing is, though, the funny thing is, all four of us. We've all had our tight times and we've had our times where we don't talk at all. Like, like Philip, man, like I was tight with Philip. Me and Philip, like, yo, we like it was like a weekly thing. We hung out, we hung out, and then we just disappeared. I was tight with Donnie. Donnie, me and tight, like literally thick as speeds. It was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then life hit and I ain't seen him for like a year. You know what I'm saying? And like, Gene. Yo, we would go out drinking all the time. Like, it was like if we weren't even, it was like if you weren't even married. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, you was like my right hand man. And it goes vice versa. Like, yo, you was like that with Donnie. Like, everybody can say, hey, I hung out with this person for a good part of my life. And then literally it was just, it was kind of like, 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 learned your lesson and moved on. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like, I enjoy learning from you guys. Like it's it's an everyday process. Like even whether I want to be a musician or not, like shit, I, I feel like I could take notes from Philip. I could take notes from Gene. Like, you know, I like to try to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not saying I want to be, but shit, you know, like I like to listen in. I like to learn some shit. Like, you know, when it comes to Donnie's work and stuff, you know, like I'd like to to see what you do to see if I'd be interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I don't know. I I just feel like you know, there's also certain assets of like, of all of our lives where, you know, we could be coming up together. Like I called Gene, right? Gene, you remember I called you about that strip club, right? This is this is off topic. You remember I called you about that strip club for sale? The strip club. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, Let's yeah. say establishment. So, so, you, so you called him about this other establishment. Called him about a business opportunity, which was, the, which was a, uh, a gentleman's position, okay? <laughs> so I called him about it and it was just like, man, first thing that came to mind was Gene, Donnie, Philip, Blake. Like, yo, like we could literally make this happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? I go and I talk to dude, I'm like talking about figures and I'm like, yo, like I got enough money where like I could literally like liquefy some things, like take some money out of my 401k. Like I'm talking to him and I'm like, yo, you got 10 grand? He's like, yo, I can do it. I'm like, yo, I need like five or six people who just can pull 10 grand. We can just buy this motherfucker. Like, but it's communication. Like, 
I, I feel like I dropped the ball because it's like, instead of picking up the phone and being like, yo, Donnie, look, I know you might be going through some shit, but listen, down the road, this could change our lives. Like, it, instead of having a real talk with you guys, I just let it go. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, those things, like, they happen all the time. Whether it's, it's business or whether it's, it's, a, it's a life decision or something, I just feel like I need to stop being such a hermit and talk to you guys because bouncing ideals off you guys a couple of weeks ago whether it was about my house getting painted or anything about the house i definitely feel today like man i should just paint i, I threw 300 dollars away you know what i'm saying 350 bucks when i could have just did it myself you know what i'm saying but it's if if i would have talked to you guys before and been like yo look i got this painter he hasn't showed up in two weeks y'all probably would have been like nah dog you need to do it yourself i would have did it myself like but it's that encouragement it's that putting yourself out there is that being vulnerable um it's about taking that little bit of criticism and the guys i can take the criticism from is you guys like i've never been one especially when it comes to you guys somebody else i might not talk to you for a few weeks because i ain't like what you have to say but when it comes to y'all y'all can say whatever fuck y'all gotta say and the next day i'm still cool with it you know what i'm saying but it's just about having that open dialogue and that discussion and it's like i'm pretty much saying this stuff because i want y'all to know that's how i feel I'm not saying y'all got to feel the same way. I'm not saying y'all got to be on the same page. I'm just letting y'all know if y'all see me slipping or y'all see something that is drawing y'all's attention, I'm not doing something right, feel free to say something because I'm going to take it to heart. And I'm going to try to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you for saying that, man. I mean, That's everything's all- going to come from the heart. You know what I mean? It's not like we're going to give any type of advice or criticism that we wouldn't want to hear ourselves and it's like, no, if, if my brother's slipping, if my cousin's slipping, my boy is slipping, it's like, it, you know, the outsiders may not tell you until it's too late or something like that. Like, if you can come to us and, and be able to have a legitimate, unbiased conversation and people that genuinely have your best interests at heart, you know, that's that's why when we said, like, what do you want to talk about today? It was weighing on. Like, even I could I could see the effect that it had like mentally throughout the like I had since what Wednesday off and it's mm. Sunday now and I should have just been able to to chill the entire week like man this, this is a good little vacation and stuff and it was just weighing on me you know Wednesday we went down and um got like the sonogram pictures and everything so that was like a a high for me and then Thursday morning was like the reality is like I, and I know looking forward a year from now there's going to be a little one with us and it's going to be starting new traditions and that. But it was like, this was like that one year. And Jackie was like, I'm just happy to be able to, you know, be here home with you. And, you know, we painted a cap or painted a couple cabinets and worked on the fence. And then, uh, you know, we made, I made brisket and all this different stuff. So then put the couches together late in the middle of the, the living room and, and watch some shows and stuff. And I'm like, this is dope. I don't know why my mind is just going and going that I can't just be present right now and thinking yeah. about the stuff that's not gonna, like, yeah, it's never going to happen again. It's never going to be like that. And I think what really hit me actually this year is like the mindset of next year is going to be a little one and they're never going to be able to truly relate to how we came up, never be able to even fathom having like down the, down the county on my dad's side, like it was any and everybody in the state, like anybody that wants to come down, come down. And there's yeah. going to be plenty of food for people to take home. You can make two to go plates before you even make your plate. And it's still going to be plenty of food. Nobody's going bad or not. You know, right. so, you know, 
having the kids be able to come up together and have experiences like me down at the windows and they're playing Tecmo Bowl and stuff like that in, in the basement and having all your cousins around. And then mm. looking forward, it's like society as a whole is going to be so isolated. It just feels like we're getting further and further away from it ever feeling like a community type of thing. And we're getting comfortable. I still order Domino's and say, just drop it on the front porch and hit the hit the doorbell. I'm not worried about, <laughs> like, but I, I've gotten so used to it and it feels so comfortable to not have to think about it. That it's, yeah, it's just, it's becoming so normal and it's it's scary when it comes to, and it's really only those two holidays, it's Christmas and Thanksgiving. Those are the mm-hmm. two that you knew for sure. Easter was kind of in the balance. You know, you may go to church and then stop down at the house and get some food and everything, but it was always Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then this year starting a new tradition, Looking back on it, I had a really good time, but it was a tough day, um, yeah. you know, and I feel like it even caused me stress going into Saturday when it came to us going up to the house and just hanging out like it's still carried over because it's mm. like, like, until we were all chilling at the table eating, it was stress the, the entire day. Like, I don't even know why I was like, until we finally sat down, started playing cards and everything. I was just like, all right, now we're here, <laughs> you know. It's been a weird year. Yeah. And see, I don't know. Only, I don't know how that changes. Like you said, because it's like, man, you know, I feel like, you know, once again, we're getting pushed into isolation with this new, this new strand of COVID coming out. You don't know what the next 12 months is going to be like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they just stopped travel to Africa, you know? So it's like they're putting a travel ban out. Things are happening for reasons, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's sad because like our generation is different. I can't even say our generation. Our generation, the way we grew up and the generation that's coming up, like our kids and stuff, they don't know what it's like to sit outside uh, when it snows or have to walk to school. You know what I'm saying? They don't know any of that. Like, like I try to make sure like I get the kids off the school bus. They don't know what it is to come home and you know have to be home alone for an hour or two just tell another parent gets home. You know what I'm saying? That, that it's just, and it's not like I want these kids to know what it feels like, but at the same token, it's like there's that disconnect because they just they just don't know. I'm sorry, you guys. That was a text message. Old lady saying she come home, <laughs> but there's just that there's just that disconnect. And I mean, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Like it, it even comes down to PlayStation, like. We knew, hey, look, we can play PlayStation for a couple of hours, but we got to get our homework done. Kids nowadays don't even, from what, what I've seen from my niece and nephew, they don't even have homework, which I'm sure. like, what are, what are they supposed to do when they get home? So it's, it, you know, the schools, I feel like schools are failing our kids because it's like, you know, they come home and they don't have no, what am I supposed to do with this kid? I mean... You could, you could, you know, you could try to teach them some stuff. You, you find some extracurricular activities that you don't mind doing around. No. But it's it's one of them things that as a parent, when you come home from work or you come home from things, you got a lot more stuff to do than try to sit down and teach your kids Spanish. You get what I'm saying? That's what the homework does. The homework was supposed to keep them maintained or busy for like an hour or two while you're cooking. But now you're having to do that too. So it's like, you know, I'm like sitting brass down trying to teach him how to spell his name when I'm like, they should have brought this home. Like, yeah, but but that's the thing that you still gotta, he still needs your help, right? So, what yeah. did he, right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? 
And but see, that's not the issue. That the issue isn't if if the kid is at the age of needing help or not. The issue is they're not sent home with nothing. So you you as a parent, like you'll see when when your little man gets in school, they're coming home with no homework. So when when we were at that age, we were busy until five or six. Yeah. And then we played a video game or something. Now kids come home straight from school and they're YouTubing it. Yeah. They're PlayStation. I think I think a lot of that still goes back to um how kids are raised. I honestly do still feel that. You know, you know so funny <clears throat> in China, they have restrictions on the amount of times kids could play games during the day. Okay. I don't I don't remember the specifics of the hours, but I, this is a recent thing too. You can look it up. And um, so, so when you think about that, right, you think about the restriction piece, right? So if it's governed, whether it be through, you know, government or through the home, if it's governed that this is what you do at, you know, you know, again, they're, they're not a democracy. You know what I mean? They're, they're a different party, but you know, like you as a parent, you know, or whatever you're doing. And even even not to even dive too deep into that, but even when we talk about the time spent, if you were gonna help them out whether they have homework or you could do some with them when they don't have homework. But either way, it would have taken some time out of your evening to do something with them. So they may mm -hmm. not be getting sent and, you know, and I think that that was a common thing that we that we heard a lot about where, um, you know, parents saying, you know, we're not teachers. You know, these kids, they have to, you know, they're, they need teachers, but I mean, but we're, you know, we could still fit in some time to help these kids out if they're not getting the proper education in school, or we got to switch to schools, you know, maybe that's not an option, but I think we always have an option to, to help these kids learning, you know, more, like it, it's easy, it's, you know what I mean, in a sense, it takes some time, but I don't know. I don't think there's really too too great of an excuse when it comes to the education. It's just because it's so accessible. Like we could teach these kids so much. They don't even need the school in a sense. Right? They need to learn the history and stuff, but I don't know. No, it's a good point. I mean, Amanda talks about all the time. They they've been wanting to get rid of homework. I mean, Angela still gets homework, but Mila doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's from like teacher to teacher, but they're doing studies to see whether or not homework really benefits kids. In a lot of cases it doesn't. So they, in their minds, they're like, well, so many kids have extracurricular activities and stuff, whether it's sports or they're learning instruments and stuff. I know we've joked about it before, or whatever, but they're expecting home, the home life to be more about resting, recovering for the next day, spending quality time with family <coughs> and having time to, to be able to be with family versus just being in a book or doing a bunch of worksheets that don't really help the kid because they're burned out by that point. They've already been in school for eight hours out of the day. They need a change of pace, change of scenery type of thing. So, I mean, I could see some merit with it because even though Mila doesn't have homework, like the difference between her reading and, and math ability and her writing from last year to this year is like night and day. So I ain't complaining because not only does she not do homework, but her progress is just outstanding. So now do you feel like her progress has really broken out because she's actually in school this year versus last year she was oh, on heck yeah. oh my god she she That's was hard. one of the kids that it did not benefit her being at home angelo right he, he could be like a little workaholic he can work on stuff all day long and it doesn't really bother him but her she needed that social aspect so bad she missed right. her teachers she missed her friends she missed being dropped off to school and all that stuff she missed all that yeah. oh yeah 
I mean, my thing, like when it comes to them bringing home homework and having like a work life balance, isn't that kind of setting you up for failure because the rest of your life isn't balanced like that? Like if you're talking about like doing extracurriculars and stuff like that, it's like even if you go and you want to play at the next level, you want to play basketball at the next level, you're still a student athlete. Like it's still it comes down to balancing everything. If you want to do the extracurriculars, there's still extra things that you're going to end up having to do. You're still going to have class and stuff like that. And in college, you still got papers to, to write and all that. So it's like you still got to be setting them up for a situation. It was like, yeah, you, it's just your entire life has still got to find some sort of balance. I get it. I mean, I don't know. I think being hands on to the biggest benefit, but not bringing home homework. It's, it's it's just further it's discipline that's I, it, everything comes down to that I, I didn't I, I did homework for every one of my classes and it was never like all right well I'm here until midnight unless I procrastinated and it's still that's a lesson in itself it was never an issue uh, and we used to actually go outside <laughs> you know, we and we, and we made it outside before it was dark like during the, the winter like I don't I don't know uh, maybe I'm out of the loop uh, I just feel like, you know, you're not giving kids homework, just, okay, all right, let's say, you know, we're trying to free up time for kids who are doing extracurriculum activities. Not everybody does extracurriculum activities. Not every kid is playing sports. Not every kid plays an instrument. So it's like, there's, that's, that's the two percenters. The two percenters are the ones who are playing the athletes, the, the, you only have a certain amount of slots for, for basketball. You only got a certain amount of slots for football, tennis, every sport. So there's still 900 students that are going home and doing nothing because they don't have nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's where they're picking up this extra dumb stuff, like where they're on TikTok all day or they're on YouTube all day, or they're just, just too old for their own good. Like when, you know, six-year-olds are talking about adult stuff, it's because we, we're not keeping them kids. Like, I'm sorry, homework kept me being a kid. Like, yeah, when I got in high school, I had a choice for myself to do the homework or not. But when it was middle school and stuff, yo, that homework got sent home to your mom and she had to sign it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't like you could just get over, you know what I'm saying? And I think it has to do with parenting too. Like, like, like what Gene was saying, hey, look, you know, as a parent, you can pick up the extra slack. As a parent, when, when your kid is going to middle school, this flack was you going to work today. And I'm not saying it's it's like, you know, I want the teachers to pick up the work. I have no problem sitting down 20 minutes helping a kid out learn uh, long division on their math test, you know what I'm saying? Or an hour helping them getting the paperwork done. But it gets difficult when you're the person who's having to do all that. And then, you know, the person who's coming home from school is like, oh, we already went over that. So it's like, well, tell me what you need to learn so I can help you grow. Or you start just pulling stuff out. Or you teach them long division and they go to school the next day and the teacher tells you you did it wrong. So it's like, well, why don't you send home something so I can do it right? Like, it just becomes, I just feel like we're just not doing enough for our kids in this society. Like everything's becoming less. Everything's do less. Let's do less because it's more. Um, you know, the kids have been in school for eight hours. That's enough. Well, when I was a kid, it was just, you went to school eight hours, you did two hours of homework. You might've did a little side hustle, like paint somebody's fence. And you still play with your friends outside. Like. All right. Oh, 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 there it is. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, Donnie, you got the floor. No, I, 
I agree with everything that you were saying. Because initially, I wasn't happy about it either. I thought the kids, I thought the kids needed more stimulation and stuff after school and all that. But at the end of the day, I was getting home between like five and six o'clock every day. Um, my wife had already been home with the kids since about four, sometimes five. And then sometimes she'd stay at the school and keep them in her classroom. Mm-hmm. So they'd get home and it's eat, go to bed. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. It's like if 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 they had that much homework like we used to have back in the day, we would be screwed. It would be awful. And the kids wouldn't be doing homework until late at night or early in the morning or whatever. It just just wouldn't be good. So I don't even know how like our parents did it back in the day. Them running around, dropping us off, picking us up, getting homework done, still getting clothes and stuff washed, getting dinner done. Like, I don't know how people did it back in the day. We had a lot more to do back then. we just did our job like it was just a it was just a normalized thing that you had homework whether you did it immediately when you got home or you know if you wanted to do it later on or whatever like a lot of parents just like well just show it to me when you finish and then you can go out and and play or whatever so we would get dropped off at grandma's house or something like that by the time we finished doing our homework we're watching gargoyles and and you know (laughs) whatever shows were on uh I think it was like Warner Brothers was big at that. So at that time, it was like we just got our homework done. By the time we got back to the house, mom was making food or whatever. You can go out and play. It was four o'clock. You already done your homework. So I don't think it was ever really that much of an issue. It was just like just sit down and focus on it for a little bit. And then as soon as you get done, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you you're good for the rest of the night at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The added thing with with your situation, Don, but her not getting back until late i can get that but while they're there in the room in the classroom that's plenty of time to knock it out you know they still could get home get something to eat and still have like an hour to play or whatever so i don't know i I don't have kids at that age to know if it's a true benefit or not you know (laughs) that's still got some time and homework's gonna be totally different by the time we're doing it anymore oh my gosh i can't even imagine yeah you'll get you know, and Gene, you'll get there too. And it's, it's just one of them things like, <clears throat> you almost feel like, you feel like you're failing these kids because it's like, I look at my little brother, my little brother's 20, 24 years old. You know what I'm saying? And the, what's important for him and what's important for me are two different, it's two different eras. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we might listen to the same uh, music growing up, you know, we both might think 50 Cent was the man. We both might think, like, kids bop should have never been made. Like, we might want to say that because you know, we're, we're close in age. But when it comes to growing up, like, he went through that grow up era where there was really no homework. He was at the tail end of that. You know, I I had a structure like we were talking about. You know, it was you came home. It was like homework was my job. So when I got out in the real world, I wanted to get a job and I wasn't bouncing around from job to job. It was just like, yo, let me get a job and try to run up this ladder. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like these kids will work for a week and then it's on to the next one. It's like, there's no structure, none. They hear that John Smo is making $20 an hour at McDonald's and they're like, well, I want 22. It's no, let me show you what I'm worth. It's entitlement. Like this generation coming up is just all about entitlement. Like they just think just because I woke up today, I deserve an award. Let me go deeper, right? The kids 
play sports now. You can't even give them a trophy saying first place. You got to give everybody a trophy. Like, that's the kind of era we're in. We're in that era where competition is dead, where you don't get you don't get your accolades for what you're really good at anymore because everybody gets a ribbon. And it, it's, it's a sad, it's a sad thing, man. Like, I, you know, it, it's, it's just a weird time to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at how our parents grew up, they try to teach you in the same structure, but then it's like, how do we treat, well, how do we teach our kids the way we grew up? Because it's, the option isn't there. It's just not there. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you can te- you can bring your kid home all day and homeschool them all day you want, but, It's beneficial you homeschooling and you teaching your kids something, but at what cost? It will drive you fucking crazy. It will it will have you feeling like you're working two jobs to where it, it, it's going to cause a, a separation between you and your family. Like Donnie was saying, you know, like that can put stress on a relationship, you know, where your kids are out at all day, you're home and you're like, it can cause some some heartache, man. Like it, it's just weird, man. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I shouldn't even bring it up, but. Why, why not? not? Yeah, why, why not? can't you bring it up? Yeah. It's real. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to look like the, when it comes to the generations, though, like every generation says the same thing. Like when you, when you were 18 and you were showing up to King Park with your Lamborghini doors bumping 3-6 Mafia because <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's going to show up with, like, it was like riding spinners or something like that. It was like the hot with the subwoofers and all. The generation before you were looking at that, like, that was the craziest thing ever. And oh, the yeah. music that you were listening to wasn't the music that they came up with. And and I found myself, as soon as I hit, like, 30 years old, like, I'm not even listening to music the way I used to anymore because the popular music, I don't, I'm not at the club anymore. I'm not pre-gaming to go out anymore. I don't need to hear certain types of things. And the radio really wasn't playing conscious stuff. That It wasn't really playing J. Cole like that and talking about real-life things that were happening. It was get hype music, you know. And I was into that up into a certain age, and then you grow out of it. But then you look at the kids of today, if we're talking about not being able to give them ribbons, that's our generation. It's our generation's kids that are coming up that way. So it's too many people that didn't get ribbons growing up that want to put that on their kids. And I know how it feels to not get a ribbon. So I don't want you to feel. Yeah, that the ribbon don't mean anything if, if everybody got it. Like, right. There was a reason I worked so hard to get these ribbons. So now I can't get a ribbon because you wanted to play video games while I was out sweating. Well, I got up early so I could do this. You wanted to go and do other things. You think life should just be fair. Well, I hate to tell you this, but life ain't fair. It, yeah. it, it's not going to get any more fair when you get out. Those ribbons don't mean anything in the real world. <laughs> so, oh, it, right, it, right. you know what I mean? It's like stop making everything softer because you think somebody else can't handle it. Like you, If you taste defeat, you know what it feels like and you're not going to do it again. But if you're just going to go through and the loss doesn't really mean anything, it's like, oh, well, at least I had fun. It's cool. It's important to have fun, but it's a lot more fun when you're winning. And, and it should be that way. It should be some sort of reward. Otherwise, it's not even a competition. Yeah. And, and, but every generation the, feels that way. That's that's the key thing is, man, there's no competition. Like, competition is dead. Like, like I don't want to sound like an, uh, a, an ignorant person, but the world needs bullies. <laughs> like, 
It's, oh my god! <laughs> like I said, look, I don't want to. I don't listen. I know y'all thought it. I'm just gonna say, the world, the world needs bullies. Like the world needs good guys. The world needs bad guys. Like if everybody was good, how would you measure good? Like if everybody gets A's, like like it's humanly impossible for you to give everybody in the class an A. You can't do it. Because at some point, somebody has to get a B. Because if not, what, what are we not failing them? If everybody scored 100, are we not failing them? Wouldn't we have to add, like, another question to try to have a tiebreaker? Or you get what I'm saying? Like, at what, at what point do you say, hey, look, you know, it's okay for failure. It's okay. Like, now the schools are literally passing these kids along because they had this no child left behind. So little Johnny could not read at all, and he'll be a 12th grader and graduate not reading. Because there's no kid left behind. We're just going to push you along, buddy. Push you along. And it's sad, man. It, it's really, really, really sad. Like, I remember, you know, you grew up your whole life with somebody. And he failed because he couldn't do his multiplications. You know what I'm saying? He might get caught back up, you know, but he failed. Now nobody fails, man. I, I know people who graduate who can't count. I know people who can't even carry a conversation with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I, it goes deeper than that. Like, you know, county schools versus city schools. A county A is not the same as the city A. You know what I'm saying? Like a city A is, I clap my hands for you because I'm glad you attended school. But wow. that, <laughs> I'm keeping it 100, man. And I'm not trying to say city people are stupid or anything, but I'm just simply saying like, you know, the county doesn't have the no kid left behind. Like, you know, when we were growing up, you got failed. But my boys in the city, no, they, they went to school 22 days out of the year and still passed. Like, how does that work? So it, it, it's, it's, it's deeper than just like, it's the infrastructure, it's structure, it's the schooling. Like these schools get paid to teach students and the students don't even show up. They still get a check. Am I right or wrong? I wouldn't know. Gene? How the metropolitan schools up in Boston area, man. I don't know. We're getting getting deep. I'm pretty sure the teachers still get a paycheck because when was the last time you saw a teacher be like, I didn't get paid because my students didn't show up? Uh They still get paid. You know, anybody do Black Friday shopping? No. No. That's a story right there. Well, why didn't you? Yeah, I worked really? retail for how many years? I worked retail for how many years? And most of that stuff that they put on Black Friday sale ain't worth mm-hmm. half the, the like it's not worth it. You, it, not, you the, the better deals are gonna be online or even after uh Black Friday because then the people want to get rid of stuff. Yeah. There's no point in going on Black Friday is a holiday in and of itself. People just get excited about being excited. It ain't yeah. nothing, <laughs> ain't nothing out there that's that serious. <laughs> They get excited to push somebody over, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're trying to buy, like, maybe if you're trying to buy like a TV, or, you know, maybe a heavy dude. No, not even TV. No, because no. I, I it, it reminded me because I, as much like I rarely go on Facebook to actually like make a status post or something, but I always check my uh, memory from that day just to see what it was, just to see what was going on, and it was like um, my status for Black Friday was. Uh, got to be in by 3.45 a.m. And I'm working until 10 p.m. tonight. And this is at Sears. And 
majority of the stuff that they were bringing in, it was like a bunch of TVs that we didn't even sell in store. It was like these companies, like brands that I'd never even heard of before. They still, you still got that? Like, I, I guess. I, let me check in the back and see if it's still there. And most of the good deals are like Best Buy and stuff like that. But when you work in electronics, you know that, all right, in a month's time, this TV is going to cut in half, like price-wise. And I know the I know the manufacturers of the parts of this company and I know Samsung is cool but there's other companies that literally get their parts made by the exact same company and it's got a different name on the front and the quality is the exact same for half the price so it's like the Black Friday deals yeah like like Don said maybe Cyber Monday but even in that I'm like I've, I've in today's times there's so many other ways to find deals and stuff like that that you're not really counting on that one day it's just another mass market type of thing that they can boost sales right before the end of the year and get rid of stuff they don't really care about anyway yep i I agree with that statement yeah i feel like the internet is black friday every day you know what i'm saying yeah there's always food or you can use honey you know what i'm saying you can use some kind of thing to find you a discount or you use ebay like but like they were saying they will produce like let's say a tv is supposed to have four hdmi cables be able to go into it on Black Friday, they'll produce TVs that only have two HMIs. You're getting this deal because you're like, man, it's a $200 less, but you're not getting all the features that you would get if you just paid the full price. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To some people, they just see 65 inch TV for $299. They don't see it only has one HMI cable going to it, it has one USB. Like, they don't see that the electricity bill is going to be three times as expensive. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it will sell out it will sell out though you know what I'm saying because everybody wants that deal you know and like mm-hmm. Philip was saying you know like uh, like Samsung like a lot of these people make the same product like LG makes a lot of people's product behind closed doors a lot like you know what I'm saying like like um, Exigmia which is by Best, Best Buys that's their brand that's made by LG you know what I'm saying so if I'm willing to buy LG TV, I'm willing to buy the insignia. You're paying half the price. You're not paying for the name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's still the same thing. Like, it's just a different name. It's like Westinghouse back in the day. Westinghouse was made by, it was either LG or it was by uh, Samsung. I don't need it to say Lexus for me to know I'm driving a Toyota. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, plus- it's yeah i mean because even that was the same case with like rca like before they went out it was they were making the products for other companies or that you know that's the same brand that makes rca only so why is rca going is is discontinued and all of a sudden this company it's the same tv but people say that when's the last time you got an alexis you've been in alexis lately who me yeah uh yeah man it's you know but yeah like, like our uncles, like, you know, what, what's his name? Uncle um, Irv, Irv Blackman. Is Irv, am I saying it right? I agree. I agree. You said Avery. Irv. Yeah, Uncle is Irv. Uncle is a Lexus man. Like, he likes to have his Lexuses, man. Like, yeah. And one what of my boys is Lexus. But to me, all, all Lexus is is a souped up Toyota. That's I mean, what I'm saying, man. you get you get an Alexis, man. It's a different drive. Like a Toyota is a very nice drive too. You know, yeah. 
but but that is you know that's some people that tell you like you know Audi Volkswagen but like you you've been in an Audi you've been in a virtual car, like if, and then and Audi will still have some of those features but like you know they engineer them you know that's kind of their you know you don't you don't mix you don't mix you know this is you keep, yeah there's, there's levels there's levels so look so so a, a Honda Accord right yeah and Acura TL. You're not going to take the Honda. You're going to take the Acura. It's the higher level. You're, am I right or wrong? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. all the same. Like, they both going to drive for 200,000 miles. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, the Honda is going to be cheaper on the pocket when you try to get it fixed because, you know, it got the lesser name. But it still performs the same. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's we we get this, we become these label whores. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, a book bag is a book bag. But for some reason, God, uh, yeah. Mayweather, that's, Mayweather that's out here not, buying. Man, that's not true. MCM you don't you think levels. that's levels? There's levels, man. There's levels. You know, there's levels. That not all things are created just because, you know, not all cell phones are just cell phones. Not all, like, you know, um, you know, like there's different levels to it, man. I mean, I wish I wish I, it were that case and that were. I think there are some misconceptions to some labels. Like, I think, you know, like, I'm a big fan of of Boohoo, man. Like you know, so like yeah, so I rock with their gear. I've actually I've ordered their gear. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I rock with them. I'm like it's, it's nice, right? Shout out to Boohoo, man. Right. So, what time out? Who is that? What is that? It's a. It's kind of like Fashion Nova. Okay. All right. You know, it's the it's just a platform where they got their own clothing line. You know, they get some endorsements. Shout out to the baby because he has his own line on there. Who yeah, else has Mayweather? Mayweather's a, a supporter. I mean, they got some good. They got some good people promoting clothes on Boohoo, man. But the stuffs are cheap. Like you can go on there and get a shirt for ten dollars. Like you can get they, some sunglasses for five. Now look, I got two handbags from them, and I'm I'm a little mad because you know the zipper. You know, I was overnight at somebody's crib and I tried to zip the bag up, and I couldn't get all my items in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, now, now, <laughs> I go, no, now, all this stuff is a look. Listen, I'm not going. You know, I I gotta keep it real. Not everything you get is a is the perfect thing. You know what I mean? Like I definitely yeah. order two different things, and one is of much better quality than the other. You know, yeah. that's just I think Fashion Nova. That's kind of a, a of a thing of theirs. Sheen, you know, they do that kind of thing. Like you know, a lot of them, you know, they're not always the best material or true or or true to fit, but. Um, but yeah, but going back, man, like I wish, I, you know, I think there are some things that are created of, you know, of higher, like, like if HP has the, a, a different, you know, model than, than the standard HP, right? Like there's just different, there's different levels to things. We could say they soup them up, but if this one has like, you know, some, some nice standard suspensions on the Toyota Camry and you got air suspensions on your Lexus, then that's that's an upgrade, you know? So it's a, up, it, you know, it's a different level. It's, you know, it's, it's brand, but. But the things that you get on Black Friday don't fall in that category. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's, right. A, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. Way to circle thing, back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's my big thing. It's like the, the things that are gonna happen on Black Friday, like even, yes, there are levels to TVs. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a different picture of the one that's got the DVD built into the side versus the curved 8K, $3,000 mock. Like, it's still a dumb purchase. Like coming from the electronics, the, the selling side, it's like, yeah, if if you if you put your money together and you want to get the the next coolest thing that's out, you 
most likely you don't even know how to utilize it the way that you should do it. But if you want to do it, you want to keep with the Joneses type of thing. Yes, there are TVs that you can do that with. 99% of people are looking for a good deal to save on something that they shouldn't be purchasing at that time. It's not like it's that great of a, a deal when it comes down to it. But when it comes to quality, uh, and with that, uh, rest in peace, uh, the the creator of Off-White, Virgil, uh, passed away today. Um, and I studied him because it's like he was making streetwear, but he was doing it in the same in the, uh, the same uh, facilities as the high-end, uh, you know, the Balenciagas, the Gucci's and stuff like that. He wanted to make sure that you knew that it was a quality piece. And that's why every one of the shirts were $500 for a t-shirt that said off-white on it. But he's like, now if you look at the quality and the stitching and everything, he would bring, um, he'd bring someone like me on and he'd go through my whole catalog of clothes and get your mission statement. What's, what are you trying to hit? What are you trying to do? And he would break it down in a way. It's like, now this is great. That would at a $40 price range. That's, that's great. You know, but he would break down the stitching and stuff. And it's like, the reason this is $300 is because it's, it's, it, it, this was destroyed several times because it wasn't created at the quality level that we want it to be. And when it goes out and you put it on, it feels different and it's going to last forever and that, those types of things. So yes, there is quality there, but if, if you have the mindset that you want to get nothing but quality, you're not going out on Black Friday either. You know, the, if you're ready to spend that kind of money, I don't think $150 off of that $6,000 purchase is really that enticing to you. Like you already purchased it. And those items that are that type of quality aren't on sale on Black Friday anyway. You can get like a like a, a Google Home or something like that. And you may get $40 off or something. But uh, Black Friday is just a way for these businesses to make sure that they can get some kind of money. And that goes along with the holidays and stuff too. Valentine's Day and all that stuff. Like it, it's just, it's money making opportunities. Uh, that's all it is. And Black Friday is a thing of like, I work for a company that sells excess stuff. I have a 65 inch TV right there. That costs me $125. If you're really looking for good deals, shop with us, <laughs> you know, but, but or go on Facebook marketplace. Like, we throw away stuff every day that could have been purchased by somebody. Like there's so many other options than, than going out on black Friday and, and kicking down the door at 3 AM and tormenting these poor retail workers. <laughs> Get something where'd, else. You, where'd you say we, where'd you say we need to go to find you? <laughs> you got, the company I work for is called Stress-Free Solutions. So if you go on the stressfreeseniors.com, you can look up our options. We call them used to by Stress-Free Solutions. But every single, uh, every other week we do sales and it's selling for clients that are moving into like assisted living and stuff like that. So they're moving from a house that they've been in for 50 years. People that have traveled the world, really expensive, you know, 10 grand for this dining room suit. And we get it and we put it onto the auction for them and they get 70% of anything that we can sell. If it doesn't sell, we'll donate it. Trying to avoid going to the landfill because otherwise any other company that moves them, it's just excess stuff. They're going to throw it away. You know, I so like we try that. and get into a home. Hey, Donnie, if you could put it, put that in the, uh, the link down in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, link in the bio. Everybody link in the point down, Donnie. Donnie's that guy. There'll be a link in the bio. Like, I'm not pointing further enough. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was trying to be patient. I, I was, that was, I wanted to be the first to get to say it. The link oh, is in the description. <laughs> <laughs> but that's ah, it. Hey, 
it. He's gonna add it <laughs> when he can throw it in there. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for uh, that link. Look, I want to use that link. So I'm gonna have to look at the one. I wanna use the link. I'm telling you, my, my house is furnished by that. So yes, it, it's it's true. I am a I am a shopper of my own company that I work for. It it works, and you will get nice stuff, quality stuff. Literally, I'm looking around my basement, nothing in here I got from a department store. <laughs> that is good, man. That's Legitimately, good. <laughs> dude, dude. And look, hey, not to not to cut anybody off, but look, man, you also need to make sure you're linking in y'all's. Your, your your clothing line too, mm. underneath, yeah. like because those are things that we should touch on every. Like what you wearing, like you know what I'm saying. Then explain, well, you know why you want with the black and the, the the white. Like what is you wearing, yo? What am I wearing? I'm wearing that AK exclusive. Okay, it's called uh, no, it's called my my signature hoodie. It's the the first all over print that I that I tried out. Um, little known fact is my logo actually is my signature. So, you know, over the years, I always went by AKA the major. And then I just use it as an acronym, uh, attitude kills ambition, but I always signed everything the same way. So I even got this tattooed on my shoulder and everything. I see Don reference it. Now these, uh, the all over prints are like my athletic hoodies that are a little lighter weight than the other ones. The other ones are like the cotton blend. So, you know, I know I'm probably a little biased, but they truly are my favorite hoodies to, to put on. You know, I see like Gene got the Under Armour one. I always go, I used to go to like Dick Sporting Goods and stuff like that, like $50, $60 for the hoodies. And they're cool. But well, as soon as I got the quality of these ones, as soon as I started ordering samples and stuff, yeah, I, I love these hoodies. No, yes, no. I am biased, but but yeah, you know, I'm trying some different designs and stuff. This is the first all over print. I'm happy with it. I've been rocking it everywhere. And, and the hat came in. You got the attitude feels ambition on the side. All of that looks real, man. It looks real good. It looks real official. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it would be nice to be starting to see that on uh, some people who just ain't us, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Maybe. saying, like, I, I want to see Mayweather you wear your stuff. Like, I want to see, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't think, I don't think it's not a, it's not an impossible feat. It's just about getting it out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a, whether, whether, like I said, whether we start wearing it on YouTube and they'd be like, hey, somebody's going to catch on to that, man. Like, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the crazy thing. It's like this. It's not even like an ultimate goal of mine, but I know how cool it would be at the same time. You know, um, that's why I, I'm making shirts based on like the time. Like this is the first shirt that I made that's just strictly based on like like a design. Everything yeah. else is based on something that I was going through at the time, and I was just like, "Oh, that'd be dope to say." You know, that like my okay. the uncommon shirt was just is just based on understanding that every person is unique like you still you bring something to the table every person has got a different story got something different that's gonna uh bring to the conversation and saying uncommon it's just a different way of saying unique this is different say it's basically a saying one of one i am uncommon from anything that you have ever seen because nobody's got my backstory you know and making anyone that puts that shirt on understand you are i'm, I'm talking to you too you are even if you don't feel important you don't feel like you're a one of one you are there, there will never be another you. There's yeah. never going to be another exact you, even if you have kids and they named after you. It's still, you're, you're a unique individual, understand that power and have some confidence in yourself. But I needed that. You know, I made that shirt for myself. 
somebody else feels the same way. It's it's cool every time I see somebody buy something. It's not because I get to see a couple extra dollars in my bank account. I'm like, nah, you needed it too. And I'm glad right. that you got something that you can see every day and, you know, it'll keep you pushing. Yeah. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I got um, I got an idea for a shirt. I'm not going to say it on here because I don't want to get stolen. Okay. But I come, <laughs> come to you, Major, <laughs> and hit you up with my idea. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's more of a personal thing for me. You know, like, like you know how they got FUBU for us, by us, or something on that level, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into details, but it's something on that level, you know? I got you. My mom and my dad, they hit me up and they just had concepts for shirts. And I love the fact they just, they got a concept and let me run with it. I'll come back to you and show you the picture. Like, I didn't even think of that and changing up colorways and stuff. Because it's still trying to get people to actually understand the process. Like, my computer's sitting here right next to my heat press. So if I got a design and the cricket is back there too. So it's like, if I come up with something, I can immediately design it. I can put it yeah. on vinyl. I can put it down and I can walk out the door and I'll go and like, I'll, I'll go to like the dispensary or something like that. And every time I go there, somebody else there says something about the shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, yeah, the dispensary. Yeah, it's, it's called the dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place if you're prescribed. My bad, man. But listen, yo, fellas, I gotta jump on another call, not WebEx, but a phone call. Boy, I put us in that call, man. Put us yeah, in yeah. on this. <laughs> <laughs> this could be good. This could be really good. <laughs> listen, I want to hear. I, I think next time we need to put a little deeper focus too, man, on the on the AKA too, man. And you know, I think we definitely got some good ideas. I got. To, I'm trying. I want to start up the Z brand, so you know, maybe you could, you know, tell the people how they could you know, get started on doing something like this, man. I mean, clearly for me though, I, you know, I want to come to you and, and, and work some because you also have that, you know, the artistic side that comes with a bigger picture than just, you know, the AKA Motivate, like, you know, design a brand. But um, it's here, yeah, man. So, you know, but yeah, I, but otherwise I gotta, I gotta run, but yeah, definitely want to hear more about the, you know, the AKA Motivate and everything. Thank you, brother, man. Appreciate you being here. Yeah, yeah man. All right, brother, fella. Man. Yeah, have a great week. We're going to talk. All right, All right. Yeah. All right, look, so now he's out, I can tell you all my ideal, right? So this is this is my ideal, Philip. And I mean, I know for a fact you're going to be able to run with this, especially because, you know, it, it breaks home for all of us. So my ideal is called bread for this, okay? So just like you breed a dog, that's how I feel like us as black guys, we've been bred. You get what I'm saying? We've been bred to be athletes. We've been bred to be men. We've been bred for this. You get what I'm saying? Like when somebody's like, damn, yo, you've been through so much. How do you do it? It's because I'm bred for this, baby. You know what I'm saying? So it was like with the Superman sign, once in a blue moon, I wear a backwards S. And the backwards S, when I'm wearing that, that day is for me. Because when I look in the mirror, I see it's an S. You see what I'm saying? So when you were saying that about looking in the mirror, it hit home for me like real hard because that's a, that's, and people will be like, you got a backwards S on, bro. And I'm just like, today it ain't for y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It it's for me. I got Listen. one shirt that has a backwards S, dog. When I wear that, it's because I needed it today. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, please don't call me Superman because I am not today. I just, I just need it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. Holy That's dope. <laughs> no, but when when, when Philip was like saying, I can relate to it. Like, bro, because like I said, man, like 
Yes, sir. Right. And that's for you. You know what I'm saying? Like when he looks in the mirror, it's not for everybody else to read it and for them to read it and then for being yeah. like it's for you. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I I totally I get that. Like.